0: the Oakdale Christian Centre podcast. In this episode, Dave leads a study into the abundance of God. The main reading is 2 Peter chapter 1.
1: So last, uh, since New Year, we've been looking at our growth, our fruitfulness, our increase and uh, challenging each other in every area of our lives. Didn't we? we didn't just leave it to, we did challenge ourselves in our, in our physical, our mental, our emotional, ultimately spiritual is where we're looking for. But, um, um, you know, we, we said how, how all those are interlinked, our physical, emotional and spiritual. That's why fasting, it, it, people we talk about fasting these days, we talked about that. Uh, it's good for your your body well of course the Lord knew that long time before them and uh, talked about other things and uh, tonight we're just going to talk about that increase that um, of course sometimes we've we've because what happens is people take something a, a teaching from God's word or a character of the Lord and you use worldly thinking um, to distort that or to make it um, uh, Something that they want, and of course, then what we do instead of talking about, we, we cower back. So we can talk about the abundance of God. God is an abundant God. He is, really is. Now, of course, um, when the, our worldly mind gets hold of it, and um, we we see that erroneous teaching where it says you can be rich, not just rich, you should be a millionaire. If you're not a millionaire, you're not going to be faith. Again, that is a warped understanding of what the abundance of God is. Now, God can give you millions, but as I said before, I I can't handle millions. Lord, don't give me too much because I'll forget you. Remember the proverb? Pro- don't give me don't give me nothing or I'll be stealing and I'll, I'll, I'll bring you to disrepute. You see, now there have been great men and women of God through the years that God could could, could entrust with 1000000s is didn't there? We know many of them. Cadbury, Rumpree, um George Muller, but he, he kept none of it to himself. And, and it, it, the list goes on and on. Um, and when we got so many abundance, remember, again, they take an Old Testament principle. We'd look at the Old Testament principle. Well, that's, remember, that's... that's um, God used those principles for temporal and material purposes. But remember the New Testament is spiritual and eternal. And again, so often we get caught up in this in the temporal. Remember, what does he say? Get your eyes on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because all the, all, everything you amass, every asset, what's gonna be done with it? You ain't taking it with you, mm-hmm. are you? <laughs> As we said many times before, I remember a chap saying, there's no removal vans behind a hearse. True enough mm. no removal of So uh, again we get caught up And of course it appeals to that fleshly life to, Oh yes I can have this this and this And and God say, you know what Dave that, The abundance is far greater than that Far deeper But God is a God uh, of exceeding measure That's what abundance means Above and beyond plenty Bless the Lord And uh, we see that right through the Old Testament Right through uh, Israel we understand that And uh, we're just going to read just again Bed ourselves down into what God says about Himself, and then we'll see what God wants to do in our lives. Bless the Lord. Um, Psalm. That? Psalm 132.
0: Psalm 132. For the Lord hath chosen Zion, He hath designed it for His habitation. This is my rest forever. Here will I dwell, for I have designed it. I will effectively bless her in provision. I will satisfy her all with bread. <clears throat> I will also clothe her priests with salvation mm-hmm. and her
1: saints shall shout aloud for joy. Promise to Israel, I've chosen you. Mm-hmm. You are my resting place. I will abide there. I will be enthroned there. And when all those things are happening, what happens to you? He said, I'll abundantly bless you. The word, it, it, we call it abundantly, but it's just a double, double word. Mm-hmm. I will bless, bless you. Mm-hmm. Bless the Lord. See, when the Lord is there, there is the blessing of God. Now remember again, we talked about the blessing of God, the blessing of God, soon as we think of blessing, we think of, oh, what's lovely. No, blessing of God could be difficult. Could be difficulties. Joseph said, that which he meant for evil, God meant for good. Because it was a purpose, the end purpose. Remember, we again, we forget that God is in a, in a, in a, doing a work in us, isn't he? Um, talked about Hannah on Sunday morning her uh, pain was to bring her to the, the place of prayer not really to bring uh, the ultimate was the provision of, of, of Samuel but that wasn't a, the main goal the main goal was to know the Lord because in her in Magnificat she said I rejoice in the Lord mm-hmm. there's none holy like him there's no one like him so uh, all those difficulties but there we are uh, the promise to Israel I will abundantly bless you Psalm 36 5 and 9 5 and 9 You are love the Lord reaches to
0: the heaven your faithfulness to the skies your righteousness is like the mighty mountain your justice like the great deep O Lord you preserve both men and beasts how priceless is your unfailing love both both high and low woman men find refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast in the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delight. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light.
1: Bless the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's a great promise, isn't it? Um, uh, David is speaking now. you're talking about the wicked. But he said, in your house, in the house of the Lord, there's abundance. Bless the Lord. There's abundance. No needs, because the Lord is the great need meter, uh, not greed meter, is he? <laughs> ah, it? Again, again, we, we take that because the flesh is still, still hanging about in it, the old nature. And of course, again, we take a, a characteristic of the Lord and twist it for our purposes. Mm-hmm. Not let God do his work, but there's abundance. In his house. Hallelujah. Psalm 145.
0: <laughs> Men shall speak of the might of your awesome acts, and I will declare your greatness. They shall utter the memory of your great goodness, and shall sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger, and great in mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his
1: works. What does he saying? I will bless you and uh, utter your abundant goodness. Abundant goodness. When we're dealing with the Lord, there's abundance. Um, Solomon said, Lord, it's a great question. Lord, what do you want, Solomon? Ah, it's testing his heart, isn't it? What do you want? And all the things that we would have asked for, he didn't ask for, did he? We would have asked for victory, for power, for wealth, and to do this and that. Give me wisdom, Lord. Give me wisdom to run this. A lot of people. I need you. I need you. And the Bible says the Lord gave uh, Solomon great wisdom. vast The breadth of wisdom has never been seen before. Because um, God, God is a great God. And, and when we see the Israelites going through the wilderness again we've looked at this before of just the the supply the abundant supply that god gives the 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 fact that they needed 11 million gallons of water every day (laughs) you know how much that is it's a lot 11 million gallons of water every day 1500 tons of food a day and uh, what does he say through all those 40 years i looked after you i blessed you and uh, you didn't, uh, your, your clothes didn't wear out, your sandals didn't wear out. I looked after you. Even that rebellious generation, he looked after. Yeah, that rebellious generation that weren't going into the land. He looked after them. He's abundant. He's, he, he works in abundance. Well, let's look at what God is abundant in. We just read a few. Abundant in, part in, in uh, provision, in goodness. First one, abundantly pardons us. Blessed! We just read it, that just that uh, verse. Your your loving kindness, like remember the Hesed reaches to the heavens. Let's read that. So, Isaiah fifty five. Isaiah
2: fifty five. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. Yeah, abundantly pardoned is the, is the uh, translation Abundantly
1: pardoned. Let the wicked turn and look for mercy. We're about mercy on Sunday. I was just reading a, <coughs> a story about um, that lady who, who came to Napoleon and her son was in, in prison. And um, she said uh, she was looking for a pardon for the son. And uh, Napoleon looked at it and said, well, he's dereliction of duty twice. Uh, justice demands he, he'll die in those days. He was death, he was in prison. Himself. She said, I'm not asking for justice, I'm asking for mercy. Well, he doesn't deserve mercy. Well, it wouldn't be mercy if he deserved it. I'm asking for mercy. And Napoleon said, "I I give mercy. I give mercy. So that is mercy. Undeserved, unearned. Bless the Lord. Not getting what we deserve. And the Bible says he abundantly pardons. That's good news, isn't it? Mm. I don't know about you can get excited, yeah, get your feet yeah, to move yeah. even tonight. Yeah. Abundantly pard, not just pardon, but abundantly over and above what you deserve, and even though, in a sense what you need. We looked at uh, the the characteristics of God from Exodus thirty-four last year. Um, the Lord, the Lord, the great uh, compassionate and gracious one, slow to anger and abundant in chesed the loving kindness of the Lord that love that's stubborn that won't let go that will pursue Um, uh, we see the mercy of God who abundantly pardons goes above and beyond and we see that right through of course the Old Testament into the New Testament um, ultimately in Jesus where he died hallelujah to purchase to purchase our pardon bless the Lord so there's abundant abundant pardon but abundant grace Mercy, not getting what we deserve. Grace, getting what we shouldn't have. Getting, we, it, we used to say God's riches at Christ's expense. The riches, the blessings of God, that's grace. There, that's why there's, there's, none of us can say, whoa, look at me. No, because it's all grace. Also, we ought to be careful that we don't say and point the finger, ah, look at him or look at her. Because ultimately, it's grace anyway. It's not what we've done or what we are intended to do in a sense. But the grace of God, we just read it in um, 2 Peter 1 and you'll find it in Jude. Uh, it's abundant, but the word multiplied. The Lord multiplied grace and mercy and peace. That's wonderful. I like the word multiplied. Addition's all right, isn't it? But multiplication, bless the Lord. He multiplies to us. The grace of God, uh, Romans 5, 17.
2: But if by one man's offence death reigned by one, much more the much more they which receive abundance of grace under the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ.
1: The abundance of grace, the abundance of grace. Bless the Lord! It didn't just a little bit; it's abundant, didn't it? Okay. Uh, so, t- Peter, uh, Paul, even and Peter. Paul uh, said Even though I was once a blasphemer persecutor, A violent man I was shown mercy Because I acted in ignorance and belief Remember ignorance is not innocence But there was mercy there Then he said verse 14 The grace of the Lord Was poured out on me abundantly Again uh, Exceedingly abundantly it, The grace of was poured out onto me Bless the Lord Which means When it's poured out You can't contain it Can you? Just flooding floods him so he said along with the along with faith and love that are in christ jesus then he says listen to this now again always read the verses around here's a trustworthy saying because god had poured the grace of god upon him he knew who he was before the lord now i am the chief of sinners, sinners. chief of sinners <coughs> so the more we encounter grace the more we realize where we're from and uh that's why the bible says uh, grace Brings humility, or humility brings grace. He pours grace on the humble. When pride rises, grace dissipates because we look at it ourselves, thinking is us. Uh, but <coughs> grace of the Lord. Uh, Two Corinthians. Two Corinthians nine. Two Corinthians nine. Remember this: whoever souls sparingly will
0: also reap sparingly, mm-hmm. and whoever souls generously will also reap generously in
1: thanksgiving to God. And we talked about the generosity of the Lord Mm -hmm. not too long ago, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. reaping the soil. See, God always blesses us, not to get, but to give. Remember we are culvert, don't we? As soon as that blocks up, we're in trouble. Mm -hmm. See, receiving, letting it change our lives and then flowing out. Freely we receive, freely we give. Because it's all about him. And the grace, he says "And when you sow sowing, you're reaping. We understand that, it's in every situation, that's a principle. We must learn sowing and reaping in everything, in time, in tithes, in talent, everything. Giving to him. Um, and uh, when someone says to me, Kenny, um, it, it works in every situation, when someone says I'm too busy, give more time to the Lord. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I find, and you find, like in money, the more you give, the more is amazing. You say, Well, I can't give that much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, give, and you find it. You find it. The Lord can use a lot, use it far better than me. i bless you. Mm-hmm. Time. Any any area. So then he says, He will make you all grace abound to you. Why? Because you've given it away. And in everything, in all things, in every need, in every good work, you will be able to sow more. So the abundance is not for us to keep. It's for us to give away, mm-hmm. and when that grace hits us, we are, te- we are telling others. That's why Paul could just—we just, just follow the Lord and just longing to tell people. He was burdened to tell the lost. When he got to Athens, the Bible says he was grieved for the idolatry was everywhere. He went to the synagogue and said, "Why are you, you haven't done much here of you? Because it's idolatry everywhere." And then he began to speak in the in, in the uh, outside and they got him in the Areopagus where that's all they did was sit around talking all day uh, you say most men do that's true <laughs> enough you, women do all the work but men sit down doing a lot of talking yeah. but uh, he brings the word of the Lord why? because the grace of the Lord had touched him abundantly he said what did he say? I work more than anybody how would you say is that a boast? then he, he clarifies it isn't he? but it's not me but it's the grace of God that is in me mm-hmm. See, when you receive grace, what do you want to do? You just want to serve him. You want to love him. Why? Because you've not deserved it. You've had earned. But he's poured it on you. And it's not just enough to save. The Bible just said he He multiplies it. He, it's abundant grace. Um, and the more difficult you get, the more grace you get. What did, what did Paul say? Oh, Lord, I've had enough of this get rid of this Lord pain in my neck people have argued about what it is it's not really the issue the issue is what the Lord did and what the Lord said you keep it Paul you need my grace my grace is sufficient and then he says now I, 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 I delight he says I, I glorify in all the difficulties I have in this in that in, in, ooh. and he says I know where I'm going is going to be difficult everywhere he went is is trouble and uh, persecution, and uh, he said, I know it's, I'm going to, but the grace of the Lord. So, abundant grace, bless the Lord. Uh, 2 uh, Corinthians 8
2: 1 to 5. <clears throat> now, brethren, we wish to make known to you the grace of God which has been given in the churches of Macedonia. <clears throat> in a great ordeal of affliction, their abundance of joy and their deep poverty overflowed in the wealth of
1: the liberality. <clears throat> for, I testi- for I testify that according to their ability and beyond their ability, they gave of their own accord, begging us with much urging for the favour of participation in the support of the saints. And this not as we had expected, but they first gave themselves to the Lord and to us by the will of God. Abundant joy. The joy, that delight, that rejoicing. What was it? Remember, joy and grace are very similar words. What do they say? Joy expressed when grace received or experienced and so uh, our level of joy is proportional to how much grace we've received or understand, or allowing. And see, when we understand, listen to what he said there, that, that Macedonian church. Severe trial, extreme poverty, but their abundant joy welled up, and they said, we wanna give. And he said, no, 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 you don't need to give, you can't afford it. And he, he said, they impressed on me, they said, we are gonna give. Because the joy of the Lord was upon them. Of course, the joy of the Lord is, is ours. It's, it's a fruit, part of the fruit. It's part of our salvation. Out of the wells of joy, from the wells of salvation, Jesus is our joy. He says, my joy will be your joy. In my presence is fullness of joy. Bless the Lord. The joy of the Lord, that is irrespective of circumstance, or difficulty The Macedonian church proved it. And they were abundant in it, why? Because they received abundant grace. See, when we are saved, you know what, and of course, we mustn't belittle our problems and our difficulties, but we all get them. But they are minuscule, aren't they? What did Paul say? Look, they're trifling concerning the eternities ahead of us. He equals them momentary troubles far outweighed by the eternal glory that's why our eyes are always on him we you know we determine our time by eternity but the abundant joy and that gives us grace and grace brings us joy and then we rejoice in the Lord and that brings us strength the joy of the Lord is our strength why? because in the most difficult situation we have joy delight praise adoration why? Because the grace of God has not, that is it. Just because I'm going through difficulties and problems, even though I sometimes I bring them on myself, the grace of God is still upon us. Bless the Lord. It's still extended toward us. And therefore we have abundant joy. Bless the Lord. Ah, wonderful. Um, uh, the psalmist said, didn't he, you put in me uh, uh, joy without, I can't remember the, the words of, i get mixed up between the av and the nav sometimes mm-hmm. um you, you put that uh, abundant joy to me i'll find it after and we'll uh, dig him up uh, ephesians 3
2: another abundant another abundant ephesians 3. for this reason i kneel before the father from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name i pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Psalm 4 verse 7.
1: you filled my heart with greater joy. But abundant power. Abundant power. The devil is a liar. He would whisper in our ears. Uh, because we, again, keep our eyes on the circumstance and look around and think, Lord, what's happening? Church is diminishing. Where's the signs and wonders that we should be seeing? The devil, remember, the abundant power has not changed. Ephesians is a fantastic book. of talking about the power of the Lord. The power that raised Christ from the dead is ours. It's ours. And he just said there, uh, exceeding abundantly, what are you going to ask or think? Lord, oh, we've just, just been reading to Acts. I gotta go back through it, and uh, just, just those um, the shadow of Peter. Said they just wanted to get into the shadow of Peter, and anyone who was healed. Those handkerchiefs that, that uh, Paul touched and prayed, they went to the sick, and not just the sick, were healed, but the demons left. Power of God, absolutely mighty. We just read it. Uh, the power of God is for us to reign in life. Now life sometimes get on top of us. I love Habakkuk and his prayer in Habakkuk 3 and he says look he said the figs may not come the grapes may not be in the vine the olive trees may not come in the fields may be barren there be no sheep and there's no cattle yet I will rejoice in the Lord that's what joy does isn't it because we're still the Lord's that is an alternate circumstance it doesn't change it Uh, I'm joyful in in God my saviour the Lord is my strength see he's looking to the Lord Listen to these words now. Now he makes my feet like deer's feet, like hind's feet. You watch any of those programs, you'll see those deer's and those ibexes climb up those cliffs, which you think, what on earth, how do they do that? And then he says, I will walk on my high hills. We will have hills and mountains and difficulties. We're going to walk upon them. Why? Because the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my savior. The Lord is my joy. Now you say, dear, well, sometimes we've got to press through. No doubt. Remember the pain of of, uh, Hannah? Had to go through that place of prayer year after year until she came to the place of uh, provision after she'd had a change of perspective of who the Lord is. So abundant power tonight is ours. Why? Because the Lord is sovereign. He is omnipotent. Bless the Lord. So... Again, all these things, um, nothing to do in one sense with uh, material, is there? Of course we. But we come to another one: abundant supply. Bless the Lord. Romans ten, lambda thirty.
0: the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved
1: bless the Lord, bless the Lord. abundant <coughs> supply <coughs> all that we need what did he say God will supply all he needs <coughs> God is rich in Christ Jesus <coughs> again that particular chapter also says that's abundant supply with abundant power I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me again uh, we've got to be careful there. We interpret that it, it really means I can cope with all things through Christ the same. Because the previous is all about being content. I, I learned, learned to be content. It's a learning process of this. Because the, the world throws things at, at us. Well, not just when we're young, but when we're older. That this is what you need to be content. This is what you need to be happy. <laughs> Paul said, look, I've had much, about nothing. It doesn't make any difference. I've learned to be content in him. I can do all things. I can cope with all things through Christ, who strengthens me. And Again, remember where he's writing it from. We read it from here, but he's writing it in prison. So, <laughs> uh, you know, he knows what he knows what it is for difficulty. It's like our prisons, isn't it? TV in the corner. There's your computer. What, what degree do you want to do this year? No, 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 no. Uh, bread and water, smacked about. You know, really total opposite, but he knew. And in that particular book in, in uh, Philippines, he uses the word rejoice more than any other book. Fancy that? Interesting, isn't it? Rejoice, rejoice in the Lord. Abundance supply. Uh, Romans eight.
2: What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up as all, now uh, for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things?
1: Well freely, graciously give us all things. Bless that is a, an amazing promise, isn't it? Because of who Jesus is and what he's done, will he how will he not withhold those things that he knows that we need? And and of course in the kingdom manifest, so that's why he says, Don't worry. Why are you worrying? I'm your father. I know what you need. And he, 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 he tells us to use our brains, is not he? Consider the lilies. Consider those birds, Do they go around fretting. No, he said, because I supply, I supply. And of course, we talked about um, the, the, the worry, how unnecessary it is, how unwise, how unfruitful it is, and how unbecoming it is. It's unbecoming of us, isn't it? Why, because we're his children. Why are we worrying? He's the, Oh, Lord, I I don't like how you're doing this. Come and meet the need. The Lord is saying, wait wait there, Dave. He knows what he's doing. Uh, He's our father. Mm -hmm. And when we as fathers see a need in our children, sometimes we give it up. Sometimes we make make them work for it. Don't we? Mm -hmm. Of course we do. You've got to learn the value of something. Uh, You you see a spoiled child, they, they value nothing. And God is not, he's a better father than us, isn't he? Father, a better parent than us. So he will make us sure we value something. And so he's a great God. He's he's the one who supplies, abundant supply. What do you need tonight? What do you really need, actually? Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. Uh, But again, remember, that is just the process of the Lord getting you into his presence. And that need will just actually won't become a need because he's really wanting you to spend time with him to know him, to be intimate with him. And as we said on Sunday, he uses those difficulties and needs to actually get us into his presence. Told about Jacob, and uh, he used that uh, oncoming uh, meeting with Esau to get him into God, into his presence, to get the blessing of God, to get a change of character, change of name and change of nature. And really, that was a peripheral thing after, wasn't he? he so, he'd already dealt he with saw the Lord, didn't he? <laughs> he'd already sorted him out. He, he, he'd given up his, 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 uh, his uh, bitterness many years ago. Um, of course, Jacob didn't know that, but the Lord did. Um, so, abundant supply, and ultimately, uh, John 10, 10 to 11.
2: The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they may have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good
1: shepherd, and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Bless the Lord. It's abundant life. Uh, sometimes we're given a wrong impression, have not we, um, uh, of Christ? This is life. This is li- He was the Son as life, life, abundant life, eternal and life now. This is life. We know why we're here. Yeah, hey, tell you what, we have a generation who have not got a clue why they're on the planet. They've been told, they've evolved, they're told, they're just animals. So when you, you do that, you take God out of the picture. Yeah. What, what purpose is there? There's no life at all, only what you make up. Mm-hmm. And if, if you can't do that, you're, you're at the end of yourself, at the end of anything. Mm-hmm. So life itself, of course, the, ste- the thief, steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. Rob us of our potential, destroy us, mm-hmm. but he is the one who gives life. And I love the verse after, that's why I read the verse after, what to he say, he's a good shepherd he's a good shepherd and we took the shepherd's psalm psalm 23 what does the bible say my cup is full oh, my, my cup overflows mm-hmm. bless the lord even in, in, the, in, in my enemies he prepares a table that's a dangerous place that's a dangerous place but in the dangerous places if we we're with a shepherd we're safe. Mm-hmm. we're safe. so the abundant life the lord gives and ultimately it's who jesus is and what he's done for us is where we find our abundance. Ephesians 3 verse 8.
2: And to me who is less than the least of all saints is grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Mm-hmm. Ah, bless him! Again,
1: Paul knew who he was at least, but it was the grace mm-hmm. and uh, the Lord gave him the, the, to preach the unsearchable unfathomable riches of Christ. We have not plundered the depths, the power and the abundance and all the abundant things. Remember, keep our eyes on the Lord because what does Jesus say? Watch against all forms of greed. Man's life does not consist in the abundance, same word, of his possessions. Again, we've taken the abundance of God, the God's graciousness and generosity, and we've, we've, we've gone off on a tangent, as we often do, as, as, as history tells us in the church. We sometimes grab hold of something and we, we run with it and we're out of kilter then. We're out of balance on that particular teaching. But ultimately, God is a God of abundance, mm. isn't he? We should never ever forget that. Mm. So he doesn't want he, you to be in, in poverty spiritually, definitely not. He wants you to flourish. Bless the Lord. In every need you have, that the Lord can supply. The Lord can supply it. He's a great God. And as we allow him to have his way, as as we again as we've done all the last week, so in, into that which God has given us remember everything we need 2 Peter 1 which is all that we need for life and godliness he's already given us mm-hmm. fullness of the spirit we need we need that mm-hmm. and uh, again in Ephesians uh, all about being filled and lots of other things but be filled and there in Ephesians we will find you'll find the whole trinity at work uh, Paul says in Ephesians be filled with the fullness of Christ he said that's why you come to church because there we have we have prophets, teachers, apostles to build you up to so you come to the fullness of Christ. Then he says, Be filled, be filled with the fullness of God. Of course, we know that verse, um, Ephesians 5:18, do not be drunk on wine which leads to excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. God is a God who wants to fill us to overflowing. That word, we've looked at before, means abundance. To be filled, to be—it uh, was replete. It means to have a, a full number. Remember those—if you think of those uh, boats they had in those rowing boats, would not they? Big boats, galleys. Um, when they had a full a, a number of men, full uh, a, a company of men, that was that was the word. Fullness, replete, plural, Fullness of men. And God wants to fill us with His uh, presence, beauty, strength. All that we need um, is in Him and he is still the abundant God. Don't let the enemy, remember, remember we sometimes, what happens in in church to, when we react to a false teaching by going sometimes too far the other way. And we've said, oh, we should be poor and uh, needy. Well, we should be poor in spirit always. And we should always be needy of him. Uh, But when it comes to, uh, you know, our spiritual and all those abundant things, we should never be needy there because God says, look. all that I, you need I can supply. And uh, so never let and and of course we have have we we've um when I look around and we see so many needs, so many, and the power of God we need that <coughs> abundant power, saving and healing and delivering um in these last days before he returns. He promised to pour the spirit yeah. uh, on all flesh. So we're lifting our promise up. In. He promised to build his church when the churches are closing. Lord come on, he promised to build so we looked at him and looked at his character, abandoned in all things. Hallelujah.
0: Bless We hope you've enjoyed this episode. To find out more about our church, including our service times, visit www.oakdalechristiancentre.org